0: Good afternoon, I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball.
1: And I'm Gemma Ryan, it's Wednesday the 10th of March.
0: In your Sport Today, Cameron Smith retires from NRL and the Tokyo Olympics is unlikely to have overseas spectators.
1: Plus, the America's Cup kicks off today and Lauren Jackson is named as a finalist for the Naismith Hall of Fame.
0: Alright, let's dive in. Cameron Smith, the longtime Melbourne Storm captain, Queensland and Aussie rugby league legend, announced this afternoon that he will retire. He's 37 years old and he played a remarkable 19 seasons at the top of the sport, including a record 430 NRL games. 42 state-of-origin games, and 56 tests for Australia. As Tina Turner would say, Gemma, many consider him to be simply the best.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they probably do. And there's a reason he's been touted as a future rugby league immortal for his skills. But he was also known for his contribution off the field with the Storm tweeting that he's not only among the most decorated players the game has ever seen, he made an immeasurable contribution to our club. It's an understatement to say that the announcement was highly anticipated. Speculation has dominated the off-season NRL news. But for his part, Smith said he needed time to think about what was best for him and his family. And he's left it to the last minute with the NRL season kicking off tomorrow, Greg.
0: Yeah, pretty late. Smith made the announcement in Melbourne today, his first visit to the city in six months. He and Billy Slater were at the Storm's home ground of Amy Park to unveil their statues, and that's why he said he waited till today to announce it so he could end his career where it started, standing alongside his good mate, Billy. The Olympics and Paralympics are likely to go ahead without overseas spectators, according to news coming out of Japan. Reports say the decision has been taken because, well... Corona. Gemma, Aussie sports enthusiasts, we're going to have to sit this one out anyway because our border remains closed. But it now seems that Japanese spectators will have to do a lot of the heavy lifting to get those crowd vibes going, Gemma.
1: Yeah, and we'll need to wait and see how big local crowds can be. There's no word yet from the organizing committee about their plans for spectators. What IOC President Thomas Bach has said was everybody would love to have full capacity stadiums and the roaring crowds, but if that is not possible, we will respect our principles. Safety is our first priority. The vibe at the events is one thing and the finances are another, though. It's probably too early to say how it will go down. But as a reference point, ticketing sales from the 2012 London Olympics brought in over a billion US dollars in revenue. And at the 2016 Rio Games, over $500 million. And this doesn't even factor in the tourism dollars, Greg.
0: Yeah, having said that, for the last Winter Games in South Korea in 2018, local fans accounted for 80% of all ticket sales. The 36th America's Cup kicks off today, or maybe should say sails away, in Auckland, <laughs> with Italian team Luna Rossa taking on defenders of the title, Team New Zealand. They're sailing their yacht called Te Aiehe. The Cup was due to start last Saturday, Gem, but delayed due to that COVID lockdown in Auckland. So the first of the 13 races in the Cup started this afternoon.
1: So a bit of background before we get into the 2021 Cup. The America's Cup is the oldest trophy in international sport. It's run every four years and only a small number of teams are allowed to nominate to compete against the reigning champs called the Defender. It's a really expensive race to compete in as well, with teams usually needing budgets of hundreds of millions of dollars, so not many countries can afford to. There's a pre-cup event called the World Series where contenders face off. And interestingly, the rules are not set by a regulating body, but by the previous winners, including location, race length and key boat design characteristics. In January, challenger team American Magic took on Italy's Luna Rosa for the right to make it to the America's Cup showdown against Team New Zealand. That's when the US break capsized in pretty dramatic fashion. It's a pretty wild scene. We'll chuck a link in the episode notes. Yeah,
0: pretty dramatic is right. This year, New Zealand are the favourite to win, but the Italian side have one of the most experienced sailors on their squad, Aussie Jimmy Spithill. He's won the Cup twice in 2010 and 2013. The Cup is scheduled to finish up next Wednesday the 17th, but could end earlier as the first to seven race wins takes the Cup. Basketball great Lauren Jackson is among 14 finalists for the 2021 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame class. There's only one Aussie who's made it into the Hall of Fame to date, coach Lindsay Gaze, who was inducted in 2015, So if Jackson were to be accepted, she'd be the first Australian player to be inducted, Jim.
1: Yeah, and for a bit of context, the Basketball Hall of Fame has been honouring players, coaches, referees and contributors since 1959 and started recognising women like Jackson in 1985. Fun fact, it's named after Canadian-American physician and inventor of the sport, James Naismith. There's no set number of people who can be inducted into the Hall of Fame each year, Last year's 2020 class had nine, there was eight the year before, and Jackson is one of nine players and five coaches on this year's finalist list. It's a pretty deserving nomination too, Greg. Jackson's one of the sport's most decorated women's players. She's helped Australia win medals at four Olympics. She's been voted MVP in the WNBL four times and three times in the WNBA over in the U.S., And she's been a WNBA All-Star seven times. What a legend.
0: Seven times is nuts. It's not a bad resume. The class of 2021 will be unveiled on May 16. And the formal induction ceremony is scheduled for September. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, I'm always keen for a movie, and Girls Can't Surf hits all major cinemas tomorrow. The World Surf League has equal pay for men and women these days, but of course, that wasn't always the case. The movie goes through the 1980s and all the wonderful fluoro fashion choices that go with that era. <laughs> but more importantly, it follows leading women surfers like Jody Cooper, Frida Zamba and Lane Beachley and how they fought to be able to do what they love for a living. Side note, I'm yet to try surfing, but I assume I'm rubbish.
1: I don't know. You're pretty good at most sports you try. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should make it a sport today activity and we both give it a go. <laughs> I know that I would be terrible, though. I'm really bad at wakeboarding. All right, let's do it. (laughs) So we've mentioned how Cameron Smith was honoured by Melbourne Storm today with a statue at Amy Park. The only problem is, Greg, it doesn't actually look that much like him. We'll chuck a link in our episode notes. I want to hear what our listeners think.
0: Yeah, I don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks for listening and give us a follow on whatever podcasting app you're using and we'll catch you tomorrow.